This week's episode of Here's How I Get is brought to you in part by Coors Light. Coors Light, taste the Rockies. To here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tab Burton. With me today, Tony from Hack the Movies. Hello, Tab. I'm back. Back and uh, back for good. Tony yes. is now <laughs> a permanent member of the stable of hosts. I did it. I did it. Finally, you know, I, a, a I podcast. hit. I hit. <laughs> I hit 50,000 subscribers. Episodes. I hit 50,000 subscribers recently, but that's nothing compared to this. This yeah. is my true goal in the end. To to bump out the other co-host for this show. Yeah. <laughs> and so today we're doing a very special opening segment gabbing about Godzilla. Tony, did you watch a Godzilla <laughs> movie this week? Unfortunately, I did not watch a Godzilla movie oh, this week. Man, that uh well, I guess we'll have to postpone that a week. <laughs> I am wearing a Godzilla shirt because I thought you'd bring it up at some point. Oh man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I guess Castle versus the Pod Monster Pod faded. We're 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 it's on an extended hiatus, much like other Godzilla podcasts. Yeah, is it, <laughs> is it because Johanna got engaged? No, <laughs> no. If that was the case, she wouldn't be on my other show. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Uh, um, no. So Tony. Tell us yep. about what you've been doing. You've got this big YouTube channel that's like skyrocketed in the last year. Yes, yes. I'm very famous now um, and important. Not rich yet. Patreon.com slash Um, Yeah, I've been uh, focusing on my main show. Uh, I've been switching things up lately. I've been doing a we were doing two full episodes a week. That was getting way too hard to do. <laughs> Uh, so we do one podcast episode a week. Uh, it's given me time to do plenty of uh, bonus stuff on Patreon. And I've been doing these like short little video essays on Thursdays now. Uh, and those are getting me a whole new audience. So that's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, just been doing a lot of production work lately. Yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah. I, I'll i be getting to, into this kind of my issue. But uh, <laughs> work has been is finally there's like a light at the end of the tunnel as far mm -hmm. as the amount of time I'm having to put into everything uh, yeah. beginning of next month. Yesterday, I took my first glass blowing training session. Uh, that was awesome. It was like the coolest thing. Mm. It, I've, I've watched demos. I've watched it on TV. I've watched YouTube videos. But actually getting to do it yourself is uh, really, really cool. And like you're, you, they don't let you do the entire process start to finish. Yeah. But we <laughs> did several pieces, and I got to do all the parts on the different pieces other than, yeah. other than the initial gather of getting glass out of the hot furnace. Mm. And uh, that was that was it's it's wild because you have this like molten glass, right? It's on the end of a stick that's five feet yeah. long. You're holding the stick at the other end, spinning it around. <laughs> and it's it's like uh, not silly putty or Play-Doh, I guess. Mm. It's kind of like wanting to drip off. And then as it cools, it slowly hardens and it no longer wants to drip off. And you can like feel the weight change as it gets hotter and colder at the end of the pipe. It was um, it's so it, weird. <laughs> it was dope. Uh, so I'll I've got. I walked in, I walked in with this sketchbook of like this, these ideas I have for this piece I want to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm talking to the guy who's training me and I like pulled, I set it down, I opened it up and he's looking at it and his, his eyes are real big and he's just like, oh, this is, 
this is not happening. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we started talking and I'm like, yeah, I've been reading these books. I was looking up this, these techniques and that and he's like, Oh, you're like actually interested in doing this. You're not just doing this. You don't want to do all this. I think he, the first thing he said was, you don't want to do all this today. Do you and I said, no, I'm, I, I have multiple sessions booked. Like I, if we can get yeah. one of these done today, that'd be great. We're like getting, actually trying to do it. It's not like a bunch of friends out, but what? And like, let's try glass blowing. Like yeah. you're actually trying to do it. So uh, we got three of the five things I wanted to make done, which mm-hmm. I was, I would, cool. like I said, I would have been happy to do get one of them done, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I, uh, I recommend yeah. it. If you have a place around you in town and they do yeah. like the, they do demos, go check them out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, I, I mean, I think that's, I, that's all I have for the, the catch up this week. I've been yeah. working this week. I was supposed to work. I scheduled myself for 30 hours. I'll, mm-hmm. I will end up working like 45 hours by the end of the week. Dude, I work non-stop <laughs> it's like 24 7 yeah i was i was looking i was building my schedule for the for like yeah. this month and and the last two weeks were supposed to be really heavy and then this week was supposed to be really light and next week was supposed to be really light and i was like well this would be great i'll you know i'll have monday and tuesday off it'll be fine mm-hmm. and then monday it's like oh yeah we, if you come in just for like a little bit and talk about this stuff because i have a new boss now yeah. and so i went in to meet her talk about some stuff and that ended up like taking four hours. And then yesterday <laughs> we had another interview and that took like all day. And then Friday <laughs> I have to go in and do more interviews. And I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Dude. I'm- I got, I had to get my car fixed the other day and there's like a mechanic next to our office. And I, I brought it there on Sunday and it was taking forever. I'm like, I guess I'll go to work and just work all day long on my Sunday while I wait for the fucking car to get fixed. What else are you going to do? Yeah I, yeah. I need to. Take my car in for some more. Speaking of cars, yeah. They, uh, did you see the announcement of the Gen Seven Mustang, the new S six fifty? I missed that. Hold on, Gen Seven Mustang. Yeah, they last yesterday they revealed the new Gen Seven Mustang. It looks just like the fucking Gen Six Mustang. It, <laughs> it's like there's no reason to call it a Gen Seven because it's obviously just a facelift. They they do they've done this. They did it in the Fox Body era. They had like the yeah. original Fox Body and then the late '80s facelift. They did it with the S one ninety sevens. They had the O five O nine and then the the 2010 to 2015 facelift. And then they released yeah. the this S five fifty. It's been around since 2015 which is way too fucking long it's a really yeah. it really just becomes this bland looking car and so they just kind of smoothed out the lines they're like look it's a brand new mustang it's not a fucking brand new mustang and then and then i got to thinking about it and i was like oh the reason why they did this is th- they're very proud of themselves they're like yes the gen 7 is all gasoline powered yeah. all you know all gasoline gen 7 we heard we heard you people you don't like those <laughs> electric crossover suv cars that are an embarrassment and yeah. then they're like, but uh, we may end up doing an electric one later. <clears throat> <laughs> and I think that they're not going to discontinue this electric SUV they have running around with a horse logo. And so yeah. they don't want they don't want two Mustangs to be on the lot sitting next to each other. They look so vastly different. They can yeah. be like, yeah, this is the electric one. And this is the gasoline powered one. Like, oh, yeah, those those have the same front end still. They must be related. Mm-hmm. So does the Ford Fusion now, though, too. So, man, yeah, it's funny. Ford. All the car companies were like anti-electric car. But now, like, because Tesla was doing well, they're like, now they're all like, oh, yeah, we like electric cars, too. We're making them, too. No, I think it's I think it's all taxes. The Yeah. The government's like, yeah, we'll give you $10 million in tax breaks per car if you start making electric cars. And 
Yeah. And it's just in California, they're, they are not going to be selling gasoline powered cars by like 2030 or something like that. Oh, and so they're, they're going, we're going all electric. And then they started having fires like they do all the time mm. the last couple of weeks. And when they started to have the fires, they're like, yeah, uh, the, don't tax the grid. Please don't charge your electric cars. Like, <laughs> well, how am I supposed to charge my electric car? Like, well, you can charge your car with a generator. But <laughs> as of 2025, California will no longer sell small gasoline-powered engines like generators or lawnmowers or weed eaters. And it's just like, build a fucking wall around. The, keep those people in there. <laughs> Escape from L.A., no that pe- place. Yeah, no wonder people are always moving out of there, like going to Texas and stuff. <laughs> Well, then they go to Texas and they're like, why aren't there electric charging stations everywhere? We need to mandate that they have electric cars yeah. and they fucking start the whole cycle again. Sons I of have bitches. friends who live there. They they hate it. They're like, God damn it. And they always come here. Then they start changing everything. Yeah, how come? How come we don't give just free money to homeless people to be able to do drugs? Well, so that they don't <laughs> just hang out on the streets. Like, well, we should we should try and care more. Mm. But. The, the one thing Blade Runner got right about uh, t- 2019 Los Angeles was all the trash everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it didn't get anything else right. It, it's not raining a lot in Los Angeles. It's not dark all the time, but there is trash everywhere. Anyway. Uh, I, yeah, Sorry. I'm uh, speaking of Los Angeles. Yeah. Just I, I hate it. I, I hate it. Gonna, <laughs> uh, speaking of Los Angeles, actually, I was on WATP yesterday, episode mm. 343. We uh, revisited the deep dive with June Shear from How Did This Get Made? Uh, I'm and, actually going to mention Paul Shear in a bit, so that's funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you watch the YouTube video of that, try and see, try and like find the timestamps of when I sneak beer cans onto my table because I, <laughs> I had all these empty beer cans that I. Bought a pack. I bought a twelve pack of Coors a couple weeks ago. It took me two weeks to get through it because Coors is fucking awful. Yeah, it's and so I had those empties, and then I had a thirty pack sitting in a cooler, and I was I was like, I take the first sip, and then I dump it in this five gallon bucket (laughs) I had under the table, and then I take the last sip, and I'd be like, ah, that beer's empty, and I just kept (laughs) doing that the entire show. So by the end of the show, I have a table full of thirty six empty beer cans. (laughs) Dude, Sutter and John's going to see that. You're going to be his hero. He's going to be like, how does he drink so much and, <laughs> and still say so coherent? Uh, yeah, did, was, you see, did you see John flirting with the uh, fake account of Carl's wife on Twitter? Oh, yeah, that was embarrassing. It's like, wait, he's either that's either an account he made and he's talking to himself or he's dumb enough to simp for a fake account. Either way, it's cringe and funny. Yeah. <laughs> I found a I just so I don't have Twitter. Everybody knows that, yeah. but I found a loophole whereby I've gotten Stuttering John to retweet me <laughs> by posting in the WATP Discord things like John is a fat alcoholic retard. <laughs> There's an account that will screenshot that and then post it on Twitter, <laughs> and then John retweets that account. I'm pretty sure both accounts are John. Yeah. And like this moron is just retweeting his own roast. Like <laughs> they're burning me. You know, <laughs> like I want one of them. I like break down that he's killing himself with his liver and that I'm rooting <laughs> for his, his I'm rooting for him to not stop drinking. It's just like, look at this. Can you believe it? Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking, shit, of, man. speaking of John uh, on my Patreon and Carl's Patreon, we watched his terrible, terrible movie. And did a commentary track. It is one of the worst comedies 
It might be the worst comedy I've ever seen. Mm. I, yeah, is, I, that's the only piece of bonus content from WATP that I haven't listened to because I, uh, I don't. I need to find the movie online to decide if I even really want to watch it. <laughs> the answer is probably no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, yep. are you ready to hop into some issues? I am. Who, who's going first? You're going first. Okay. We got to talk about a plague that's facing the nation and my proud people tab. It's called pasta face. You have to say, here's what I don't get first. Here's what I don't get tab. Sorry. It's been a while since I did the show. This plague that's facing the nation and my people pasta face. Are, are you familiar with this term? Tab? I am familiar with this term. <laughs> Uh, people, real quick, people think I came up with this term. Uh, I did not. Actually, I'm pretty sure I got it from Paul Shear on how did this get made many, many years ago when the show was still listenable and he was still funny. <laughs> um, I thought it was a more popular term and I, I say it on my show all the time, but like people have never heard it before I said it. I'm like, oh, well, I that just means that not a pe- not enough people are aware of this horrible crime that's being committed on the Italian people. Um, that is when an actor who is not Italian takes an Italian role. I can't think of anything more offensive than that. Can you? What about like if you got a bunch of Italians to play people in the American West during the 1800s? We're not talking about that right now. Uh, we're talking about non-Italians playing Italians. Uh, and it's it's very... My culture's not a costume, Tab. I just want you to know that. Okay. And I, I am aware that there are many, many Italian chef and Super Mario costumes. Uh, but they shouldn't exist. They shouldn't exist. Uh, the most recent crime, uh, the beloved Italian children's story, Pinocchio got made into a, a live action movie again. Oh, by the God. way, there's like, by the way, there's like four Pinocchio movies coming out. Uh, <laughs> one of them has Pauly Shore in it. Uh, no, Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore. Uh, yeah. So yes, I'm like, oh, well, who are they going to get uh, to play Geppetto? Uh, there's so many Italian actors. No, they got Tom Hanks. Oh. An English guy with some Portuguese heritage. That's not Italian. Well, and also he's a pedophile. I that I didn't know. Uh, I'm not aware of that. Yeah, he fled to Greece when Jeffrey Epstein's list started getting published, and I was I was vindicated because I've been saying for years, I've been saying for like ten years that that Tom Hanks is a bad man, and everybody's oh, no. like Tom, the guy that plays Woody, he's in Turner and Hooch. He was he's like he's so nice. He's been like he's like he's America's dad. And I was like, it nah. wasn't Bill Cosby like America's dad at one point. I was like, there's something going on inside of that guy that that's devious. And I was like, Tab, you're crazy. And then the Jeffrey Epstein thing comes out and his, he and his wife are like, yeah, we're moving to Greece. Uh, we got to get out of here right now. And I was like, what the fuck? Maybe like, they just wanted to get rid of uh, maybe they just don't want to be around their son Chet anymore. <laughs> I love Chet. I love Chet Hag. Chet Hags is great. Uh, anyway. As far as I can tell, Chet Hanks has not played an Italian person yet. Yes, he's playing Geppetto. And I'm like, why couldn't that be an Italian actor? There's so many Italian actors. Why Why uh, couldn't we get one? There. Sylvester and Stallone? I, yeah, that would have been a good Geppetto. That would have hey, been a great hey, Geppetto. Pinocchio. Hey, Pinocchio. <laughs> you tell lies over there. Um, and then recently, before this, uh, earlier this year, you know, the new Batman movie came out. 
uh, and previous Batman movies have not done the thing from the comics where Catwoman is Italian. I thought it was going to be in Christopher Nolan's movie because they had Carmine Falcone and then they brought Catwoman in. And I'm like, cool, they're going to mention that that was her father and they never did. So we never got confirmed that she was Italian. The new Batman movie, Catwoman, her dad is Carmine Falcone. She is canon Italian, not played by an Italian actress. We got Zoe Kravitz, uh, African-American and Russian Jewish. They couldn't get an Italian woman to play Catwoman. Of course not. <clears throat> like, I wanted representation. Uh, and, you know, I saw a black woman. I'm like, oh, Italians are kind of black. So I was happy with it. Whoa, but whoa, no, whoa. She- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're maybe, about. maybe maybe like in the past when when America was was deeply racist, like Italians didn't count as white people. But I'm pretty sure you guys are white people now. <laughs> uh, oh, damn, we lost that, didn't we? Never Just mind. like the Irish. The Irish, too, is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want any of the Italians and the Irish over here. And then over the like 100 years, just like, ah, yeah, you guys are all right. <laughs> yeah, somehow we got that pass. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, why? What, what is happening here? And I was like, you know what? At least we have. Super Mario, but who did they get to play the new Super Mario? Fucking Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I'm so I forget sick of what seeing he him is. Stuff. He's he's not Italian, and I went. Oh, you know what? Why don't they just get the guy who does the voice in the video games, Charles Martinet? And then I'm like, Martinet. What kind of Italian name is that? What village is he from? France. He's fucking French. The most popular Mario is French. And I was like, oh, well, Bob Hoskins played Mario. He's a he's a cool Italian guy. Nope. Cockney British guy and part Romani, apparently. And then I was like, oh, wait. So I'm, I'm looking at all the Marios and literally only Captain Lou Albano from the TV show is the only Italian who's played Super Mario. I don't understand what's going on here. It's very, very offensive. I'm offended by it. And the Internet doesn't share my outrage. And I, I don't know why, Tab. I don't know why either. Like the internet, it seems to be completely okay with certain things and not okay with other things. Yeah. Like we, we've talked about on this show, the whole redhead erasure that's happening in films where they're recasting redheaded white women with a very specific demographic. That's not that. Oh yeah. Uh, I love making fun of my uh, co-host uh, crystal with that. I'm like, crystal, you lost another one. <laughs> it's and, and like you can, you can do that. You can, cast an, an actor who's not Italian to play an Italian part. But if you cast an actor, even, even a part that maybe wasn't originally written as an African-American, if you mm-hmm. then make like it was played by an African-American for a while, now we're going to change it to a white guy. Like that's completely unacceptable, but no. you could just like throw anybody in there to, to play a, a traditionally Italian character, especially someone like M- Mario, right? Mario, yeah. Mario, Luigi, Mario. That I think that's probably like the quintessential media, uh, Italian character. Well, what you call it? Um, John Leguizamo was yelling at James Franco recently because James Franco is playing uh, who's the Cuban douchebag? Uh, 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 che Guevara or no, no, Castro. no, the, the Castro. And John Leguizamo was complaining that he was playing like a Cuban actor. It's like John Leguizamo, you've played like a very offensive Asian stereotype multiple times, like with the like the Coke bottle glasses and like the hair and everything. And also, he's not Italian, and he was in the Super Mario Brothers movie as yeah. Luigi Mario. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's an <laughs> Italian actor like John Leguizamo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's weird how we can like compartmentalize these cultures and just be like, yeah, yeah this this one's okay to kind of make fun of. Yeah. To 
because like you're still allowed to do Italian stereotypes too in movies where like, oh yeah, his, his, he's got this overbearing mother and they yeah. eat so much food and all they eat is spaghetti. And yeah. you can like to make all those jokes in a movie, but if you if you have like a black character you're like, hey, do you guys like KFC? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not <laughs> acceptable. And yeah. I, I don't, I like, I'm not, I don't have a problem with either joke. I think, yeah. you know, you want to make stereotype jokes about different, you know, mm. ethnic groups. Uh, as long as it's in good fun, as long as you're not there being like, hey, you Italians, yeah. all you do is shit out kids because you're Catholic. Like, it's like well, that's <laughs> really rude. But Italians didn't have a problem with that. Because <laughs> well, the church didn't believe in yeah. uh, procreation, not procreation, uh, prophylactics, contraceptive. Yeah. 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 Um- yeah, but it's even like when you watch like a movie that's like say, that takes place in like Rome and whatnot. Like I used to watch the show Rome, a really good show. And I looked at like I was looking up like all, like all the actors and like these are all British and Australian. Like, what the fuck? There's no Italians in the show. What's going on here? Speaking of Australians, um, the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe. You have yeah. Joaquin Phoenix playing the emperor. I don't know what yeah. he is. And then you have uh, Australian Russell Crowe as like your Maximus whatever his name I is. I think he was supposed, I think Maximus was supposed to be uh Spanish in that, right? Yeah. He's supposed to be Spanish. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking up Joaquin Phoenix. I'm going to see if he gets a pass. Hold on. Cause they, Hold they on. call him the Spaniard. Yeah. Uh, is he, is Joaquin Phoenix Puerto Rican? I don't know. Uh, Russian Jewish, uh, Hungarian Jewish. He is not Italian. Sons he's, of bitches. He is not Italian. <laughs> they made him a great emperor of Rome. Yeah. He's not even from there. They changed the real story, too. He yes, didn't they fight, did. He didn't fight in a gladiator. He, like a, a wrestler killed him while he was bathing, which actually would have been a way funnier ending to Gladiator. Yeah. Imagine if Gladiator ended like Russell Crowe's just naked and like jumps on Walking Phoenix in like a bathhouse and like strangles him. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> but also, uh, the emperor that he played. Yeah. I don't remember what the, the emperor is like that guy would fight in the arena. Yeah. And they would, they no that his, that emperor didn't fight in the arena. Yeah. I don't think he it was past either. emperors that would fight in the arena and they'd do the thing where they'd like stab the guy. So he was already wounded when he's coming yeah. out there to fight so that there, he had no chance of winning. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you know, if you're you gotta, the guy who gets stabbed and you know, you're going to die anyway, wouldn't you just run out and be like, he stabbed me ahead of time. He's faking. He's faking. He's a lot. Like I, if I know I'm going to get killed anyway, I'm just going to rat out the emperor. Yeah. And that's, that's what I would do too. <laughs> what are you, you going to believe me? The emperor who defeated this man or this man who's dying. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, uh, I just, um, and you know, we need better Italian representation in films because people are always like, um, I don't have representation. I'm like, I'm thinking about like my childhood. I'm like, oh no, I got a lot of representation for Italians in films. They were all murderers and gangsters and Batman beats them up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, the mafia. Like if you want to yeah. talk about poor representation in films, like yeah, Italians, video we've games, the, mafias. We've been the bad take. guys for a really long time. I actually, so I had this, this thought the other day, I've been watching um, news radio and Becker mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. on on plex and yeah. uh i was it, it's curious because both those shows started pre 9 11 
and they're mm. set in New York. And I'm curious, like when I hit 9-11, if there's anything that's going to change about like the oh, tone God. or of the show. Mm. And then I started to think, I started to think, I want to go back and start looking at um, action, serialized action television. Yeah. And see like what demographics the bad guys are prior in the nineties <laughs> versus in the two thousands. Cause it like, in the late two, the two thousands, we had all these TV shows like Numbers and Twenty Four mm. and uh, The Unit. Um, there was like Bre- Breaking Point or uh, Flashpoint, yeah. I think was was the name of it. But it was like all these like SWAT and FBI criminal mm. profile. And once once that happened, like it was constantly like, yeah, we're facing a terrorist attack from the Middle East. Yeah, and so I'm curious, uh, like if you go back to the eighties, like those goddamn. Oh, Italians. it's like. It's like- it's like, um, well, there's Italians. Italians are the constant, but I think in like the eighties or seventies and eighties, it probably was like, uh, like South American cartels and whatnot. Yeah. Cause yeah. that was like the thing then. Yeah, it is funny how the bad guys change each generation, but somehow Italians are always still the bad guys, no matter what. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Who, who are, um, who are these, these guys working with here in the United States to get their like weapons in. Uh, they're working with the Italians. You yeah. know, those, those guys, they can get anything, get anything. I got an, I got a cousin. He's got an Italian friend. He got us free tickets to the Yankees game this weekend. Like, I do like in, in the new Batman movie, like the penguin is supposed to be like a Cockney British guy. And Colin Farrell was like, Nah, would it be like an Italian dude from Jersey or something? Someone mentioned that. They're like, I like how Cal Farrell's just like, nah, the penguin's from Jersey, I guess. I'm like, wow, I didn't expect him to be the one that was more Italian than the actors who were supposed to be Italian. Yeah, I didn't watch uh I didn't watch this new Batman movie because I it was okay. It was all right. Uh actually now that I think about it, uh what's John Totoro? Let's see what John Totoro is. Cause he is Carmine Falcone in it, who is supposed to be Italian. Let, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, okay, he's Italian. We had one Italian actor being an Italian in that movie. Can you Just imagine one. that? Can you like that? You made a good point about uh, representation and someone to look up to. Like we we talked about on the show a lot, a lot about yeah. how um, there's this idea that you can only look up to a person if they have the same like demographic qualities as you do, as opposed to just looking up to a person because they're heroic or yeah. good. And I talk about how like my favorite character on Star Trek was Jordy because mm. like he's this, he's this disabled, he's disabled, but like he's also, he overcomes that to become like the chief engineer yeah. of the enterprise is constantly fixing things. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when I watch independent, when I watch independence day as a kid, I didn't want to be Jeff Goldblum because I, I look like Jeff Goldblum. I wanted to be Will <laughs> Smith because he's the cool one. Like yeah. he, he was, yeah, the, he's he the punches cool the fucking alien in the face. Nobody else makes physical contact with an alien in that whole movie. And he's just like, bam, fuck you, alien. Nobody, when uh, we would play Men in Black, no one wanted to be <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. We wanted to be Will Smith. Exactly. And so I don't want to be Will Smith now. No, when I was a not. kid, I wanted to be Will Smith. Uh, but then, like we we have generations of like making Italians the bad guys in movies. Yeah. So like. Are you as a as a six year old boy like you go to the you go to the movies like I'm gonna go see Batman and your dad just like oh no no son we don't root for Batman we root for the uh, mobsters because we're Italian and we have to look for our own representation like I guess I want to grow up and become a criminal kingpin as opposed to <laughs> <Yeah>. becoming Batman. <laughs> Hold on, real quick is is Tony Stark Italian? I don't know. I I think Tony Stark's Italian. Okay, so we had an Italian save. 
half the life in the universe recently. I guess that's pretty good for us. Is Robert Downey Jr. Italian, though? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Hold on. Robert Downey Jr. That's are you like, what are you searching this on? Are you on like (laughs) italianfinder.biz? Nah, Wikipedia lets you know their early history. Oh, son of a bitch. Lithuanian Jewish, Hungarian Jewish. Not an ounce of Italian in him. Robbed again, Tab. Robbed, robbed again. again. You know what's really nice? Did you see the new stupid Jurassic Park movie? Oh, unfortunately. Most of it takes place in Italy. Yeah. And and the T-Rexes from my childhood from the first movie. And the, the two T-Rexes you see at the end, those are the ones from the second movie. So the, the T-Rexes from my childhood, they're all now living peacefully in Italy. And I'm like, that was a perfect end to the series. I don't know why everyone's complaining. <laughs> like all the Itali- all the dinosaurs are Italian. The the dinosaur I got to see as like a three-year-old in the theater is now living peacefully in Italy. I'm like, this is a perfect conclusion to the story. That's not the same dinosaur. The dinosaur no. one you, you saw as a child was an animatronic. And this I, one was you know a CG I mean. nightmare. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, I did not <laughs> care for that film. <laughs> I watched the extended cut. It flows a little oh. bit better, but it still has a lot of the same issues. I, I watch it from a dumb fun point of view. And I'm like, I didn't realize it was going to take place mostly in Italy. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. It was it was the longest movie I think I've ever seen. I cannot imagine there's an extended cut. That's a problem with movies where they're like, they're filming too much. Yeah. And then when they ultimately have to cut it down, like they, they struggle. And like, like I said, the theatrical cut of that movie, there are scenes that are just choppy. And now when I watch the extended cut, it's like literally cause they just chop them in half with no smooth transition. It's like, you guys got to like aim for a specific time. You can go over a little bit. But you need to know what, because like the new Thor movie, apparently they shot like eight hours worth of content and then changed their mind and changed things in posts and changed entire characters. And like, you guys have to go in with a goddamn plan. Yeah, stop. it's called a script. Yeah. Stop <laughs> going in, just making up the movie as you go, because then you get weird shit. Anyway, that's a whole different rant. But well, so I think, no, I think one of the problems with this Jurassic Park movie is yeah. like when I was watching it, I could see the contracts happening. Where they're yeah. like, all right, uh, Laura Linney, um, Sam Neill, we want you to come back and be in this movie. And they're like, oh, that's yeah. That's not Laura we'll- Linney. That's a. Uh- oh, shit. That's uh- not Laura Linney. We want you to come back and do this, do this movie. And they're like, okay, that's great. But I need like. 65 minutes of screen time and they're like oh shit we already you know we already have these pre-existing contracts with uh the redhead and chris pratt but they also get 65 minutes of run of screen time so then they're like they had to tell these two stories that were the the story of them going to find their kid completely uninteresting yeah no the the thing with the old actors normally i would say that was stupid and pandering but when I realized that they were making fun of Star Wars for fucking up, bringing the old characters back, I just allowed it. I'm like, oh, this is a middle finger to Disney. I'm allowing this douchebaggery because it's a middle finger to Disney. Well, I I thought that their story was yeah. the more interesting of the two narratives happening versus the them just being like, we have to get to Italy to save our kid. And then they're them being like, we need the kid because the kid has a magic MacGuffin that will fix everything. Oh yeah. That they changed that anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's the whole thing. Italians were being erased by these actors. Uh, they're, they're appropriating our culture and the internet tells me that's the worst thing you can do, but the internet is not on my side. 
with uh, screaming every time someone appropriates an Italian role. Uh, just to let Italian pl- let Italian actors play Italians. That's all I'm saying, Tab. And and nobody else. And, and nobody else. Nobody else. <laughs> uh, well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for. This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Uh, so I got a news article here that was posted in our Discord under the RNN portal. Uh, low testosterone oh, no. may increase China virus hospitalization risks. Men oh, with low testosterone who develop the China virus are develop. It's you catch it. You don't develop it. It's not a fucking photograph. <laughs> are at elevated risk of becoming seriously ill and ending up in the hospital, according to a study by researchers at the School of Medicine and St. Louis University. Okay. Real quick, just because I am very famous, I disavow everything Tab said. <laughs> I uh, disavow everything Tab said. Anyway, let's continue. This uh, is science. <laughs> this is science from a prestigious <laughs> research hospital. <laughs> your naming of the virus, I disavow. <laughs> Anyway, I I didn't name it that. The- so um, so yeah, I guess uh, if you have low testosterone, your COVID's gonna hit you harder. Is yeah, that what that's what they're saying. And so when you think about it, we live in a world now of we're of these like processed plant based meats that a, mm-hmm. a lot of soy produces a lot of estrogen in your body. Yeah. Um, and also just like I think the. I got to wonder psychologically the general shitting on of men constantly in our culture. Mm. Like what does that do to your T levels as a human being? <laughs> you feel pretty bad. I mean, how many times we've we been there where some guys like girlfriend is shouting at him and our balls just suck up into our body. You are oh. a greater <laughs> risk of getting sick. I also want to say that's probably why I never got sick and Tim and trucking and tucking both got sick. Because you, know? <laughs> you have so much more testosterone. I have so much more testosterone than they do. Because I you know what's eat funny? I, red meat. I've never gotten it, and the the irony is, I get every single cold that comes my way. I get every single stomach bug that comes. My, I get like everything, and somehow the big thing I've avoided, and I have no idea how I've done that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I <clears throat> I've been in. You know, we we sat in Truckin' and Tuckin's house while he was actively sick. For like six or eight hours watching movies, and I was just like, "Well, I'm gonna get sick." Never got it. <clears throat> I lived with someone who was sick, and I I never got it. I'm like, "How did I?" And like normally, I wouldn't care, but it's like I literally get everything else. I don't know why my immune system is only good against this one thing. Yeah, uh, you must yeah. have a better tea than the people. Because <laughs> I have you. a lot of testosterone. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. Um, Absolutely the only explanation for why. I also think it's funny that like that's what they're studying. Someone can you imagine that someone comes in and they're like, Yeah, uh, you tested positive for the virus. Sorry. Yeah. Also, uh, you have low T, you girl. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're gonna give uh here's a copy of Predator that should help that should help your testosterone levels. <laughs> Uh, here's a, just watch this gif of them uh, slapping the fives from Predator over and over and over again. See if you can get over this. Dylan, you son of a bitch. I did that. A, a friend of mine, a friend of mine said when I was working with him, he said he never saw Predator. And I brought him the DVD. I'm like, hey, I heard you had low testosterone. You <laughs> did you watch Prey? Yeah. Oh, what do you think of I that? Thought, I thought it was all right. It Did you think okay. it was all right because the predator was so bad that like literally <laughs> anything would be better? It did look pretty doofy. It did look pretty uh, derpy. Um, no, I thought it was. I mean, I well, I literally have just done comedy of Terry tracks for all the predator movies, and the last like like 
AVP one and two and the predator, like anything's better in comparison. So I thought prey was fine. The, the CGI was shitty in it. Yeah. See, I think a lot of people gave it a pass because the Predator by Shane Black yeah. was such a shit movie, and I think the same thing happened with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is that the new one? Oh god, that sucked. Where, I'm still getting shit on by fans for not loving that movie. Glad, that movie was awful. The one, if you make, you just have to make like one really piece of shit movie, and the next <laughs> one will be great by comparison if yeah. it's even competently done. <laughs> and so, like, there, I, you, we know there's going to be another Terminator movie. Yeah, and they're God, gonna be like, yeah. we're bringing Arnold back one final time. We're gonna do this. Like, Edward Furlong's gonna be back somehow, and and then it, they'll, it'll just be competently done. It won't be great, but because Genesis and Dark Fate were yeah. such pieces of shit, people will go, you know, that new the new ter- Terminator of uh, Final Days is actually a pretty good Terminator but, movie. Uh, it, yeah, Dark Fate was the new one. Yeah, uh, people, I I just saw it recently because we did a worst Terminator episode. And I've been avoiding it for the last few years and everyone was mad that I wasn't seeing it. And all they kept saying is it's the best one since two. And I'm like, that's not a selling point for me. <laughs> like, uh, so it's not as bad as the other ones that I watch. And I'm like, this is kind of worse than some of the bad ones. It's so fucking dull and just lifeless. I hated it. The yeah. I, I hate hated, it. hated it. <laughs> I did not care for uh, dark fate at all. I, I like no. Genesis. I've only seen it one time <laughs> in, in the theaters and it was like it was paced well enough that my brain kind of turned off and it's like this is dumb but my yeah. brain kind of turned off and i was able to enjoy the spectacle Genesis and then is more fun to make fun of yeah the, well then and then you i walk out and it's like yeah that wasn't that wasn't um good like i no. like three more than genesis but no. i i it wasn't Dark Fate, I was just like, oh, my God, this is like Sarah <laughs> Connor comes cool. out there. She's like 900 years old. And she's like, yeah, I destroy Terminators. <laughs> Which are still being sent back. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. It was a shit show. I got a whole episode on those movies. Uh, so our next news story, uh, this is a big news story last year. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse shot, oh, yeah. shot and killed a guy, shot and wounded another guy. Mm. Um and you know he because he was a he was just a horrible murderer who wanted to murder <laughs> according to remember that one was it a book or a journalist where they said he killed like three black people and everyone's like yeah. no they had to print retractions they never even bothered to look up the story they just assumed <laughs> yeah uh it was it was i think it was a local news channel somewhere or something yeah, like, killed uh, three black people. they're like no he didn't <laughs> well it ended up coming to light in the trial that there were shots fired prior to kyle starting to shoot people And uh, turns out the man who fired the first shot as rioters chase Rittenhouse was arrested this week on Mm. new charges. Um, Joshua Zeminski and his wife is Kelly Zeminski, both of whom took part in the August 25th, 2020 riots that rocked the city of uh, Kenosha. Uh, were charged Monday night with crimes, including the armed robbery charge, as well as armed burglary, false imprisonment, intimidation, and ID theft. The Kenosha County Eye reported details of the crimes. were not immediately available, but the Daily Wire confirmed that both Siminskis were booked Monday on multiple charges. Uh, I I cannot believe so that these people got out. They were they were no. arrested during the riots and they were just let out scot free. Then they go on this fucking crime spree that they're <laughs> finally getting arrested for. And we're supposed to have like believed for two years that Kyle Rittenhouse was like just they, those people were out there just like oh no we won't go. And Kyle Rittenhouse no. was just like bow 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 bow. Fuck 
fuck every one of you. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> like fucking Rambo. Like, yeah. like in UHF, the Rambo scene, we're just like, bah, just <laughs> the fake blowing shit suit. up. Yeah. And the, yeah. And I remember. And they're like I'm, the worst people on earth. Yeah. The I remember the whole thing. Like, it's always so weird, the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, because I'm just like, yeah, no, I think he was innocent, but I also think he was kind of like fucking stupid for being there in the first place, defending like a used car lot or whatever it was. Yeah, like, I forget why he was there. I'm like, it was kind of stupid he was there, but that's like it. Uh, but you know, they got him in the end. He's doing cringe TikToks with his girlfriend now. So, you oh. know, who really, who really lost? I think Kyle <laughs> lost in the end. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you completely. Like, sure, yeah. uh, he he didn't really have a reason to go out that's there. The, it was so Nobody- heated on both. I couldn't join both sides. I'm not the side that's like, he is a hero and a national treasure. And I'm like, I'm like, no, just kind of seems like he was a stupid kid that got it, got in and over his head. And then I'm also not like, he's literally the devil. I'm like, no, nah, not really. I mean, they were coming after him. So yeah. yeah, I just don't care in the long run about Kyle Rittenhouse. Like at all, you know, anybody who kills a pedophile is okay. <laughs> Uh, that was the funniest part like he killed a person it's like uh-oh Look at yeah the, it's like they, then the the info about those people started coming out and it was like jesus christ can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine like going into a crowd and just like run, running up to three random people and just like patting them on the head and being like hey do you have any criminal charges what are the chances that's like you tap <laughs> someone on the head and they're just like uh i mean i've gotten like some speeding tickets yeah. um i, I mean this this happened to like uh, the right wing years ago when they all were like praising George Zimmerman like prematurely. And then it's just like, they're like, he's a hero that it's like his past came out. It's like, oh yeah, he like threatened to kill a woman. He like got into like a fight with like the cops and he had like a shotgun on them. Like, oh, you celebrated the guy prematurely. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I've got one yeah. more news story here. Uh, plainclothes officers seeking a man at a funeral in West Virginia fatally shot him Soon after he helped place his father's casket in the hearse, witnesses say. What the f- Yeah, so these two officers with a fugitive warrant as part of a U.S. Marshal's investigation pulled up outside a West Virginian funeral home in separate vehicles on August 24th and were said to have called out uh, the victim's first name and then just fucking open fire. They're, they're just like, hey, Jason. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> they fucking blasted him loading the the hearse into the back, loading the casket into the back of the hearse. He like turns and hugs his mom or his, his sister, I believe some what? family member. He like turns and hugs her. And then, then the, these guys pull up, they go, Jason, they just fucking unload on the dude. No, no identification. They don't identify themselves as a police officer. They don't say you're under arrest. They just fucking blew this dude Why? away. Yeah. The, the other witness statements say these, they, the two cars like zoom up. They almost hit several people. They come fucking screeching in. And then it, it sounds to me less like a U.S. Marshal's arrest and more yeah. like a ex, uh, uh, assassination against. It seems like, like a mob hit. Like are they exactly? Dirty, are they dirty? Like oh, we'll have the cops do it and they'll take the they'll get away with it. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. So he received a prison sentence of three to thirteen years in 2018 after fleeing from a sheriff's deputy. The AP reported. Prosecutors say he had tried to strangle the deputy and was released on parole last uh, April. At the funeral, Owens was said to have helped place his father in the casket. Um, anyway, yeah, they don't say why he had this warrant. I guess like him, but he didn't check in with his parole officer, and that 
warrants death. My guess is he's had some info maybe about some people in the U.S. Marshal's office, and they're like, yeah. we got to take this guy out and send a message to his family. God, that, what was it? There was a... That movie King of New York, they have a whole thing where like uh, uh, Dave Caruso gets assassinated by Christopher Walken at a funeral. This seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Well, uh, yeah. this has been the Rigeta News Network. Definitely more fake news. <laughs> and that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know it doesn't take care of Tony. What's that? Bulletproof vests for the next time we have to go to a funeral. <laughs> Because let's face it, I'm getting arrested one of these days for all my <laughs> all the stuff I say. So if you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. Plus our monthly minisodes. Tim and I are working on the back catalog of those. And uh, we're going to be figuring out the format for doing those with the new format for the main show. Cool. We have a $2 tier. We throw random bits and bobs here and there. We just did a uh, commentary of Prey. Mm -hmm. uh, or not a commentary, a review of Prey, Tim and I. So if you want to check that out. We have our $5 bonus episode tier where we drop the hate and talk about what's great with here's what I do get. Then we have our $10 mm -hmm. tier where you submit a film. We, you vote on the film. We sit down and watch a recorded feature length commentary. We want to get back on doing those. And then mm -hmm. finally our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can demand a special guest. You could ban a specific host. You can, <laughs> uh, anything you want, we will try and fulfill. You limit someone's voicemail time, ask for a, to get a guest in change up the format um if you want us to play music underneath certain people's voicemails if you want it we will endeavor <laughs> to do it so uh thank you to all our patrons big and small for supporting the show uh we really couldn't do it without you um so if you if you're not supporting the show please do yeah. but <clears throat> let's get back into some issues tony here's yeah. what i don't get breaking bad news Ah. Oh. Wait, breaking bad news? Yeah. Better Call Saul just ended. Are they making another spinoff in the Breaking Bad universe? Yeah, it's going to be uh, about Huel. <laughs> oh, I can't all wait. Huel. It's all, it's it's set post-Breaking Bad. Uh, Huel is going to be just sitting on that sofa <laughs> forever. Uh, <laughs> that sounds great. No, uh, I have, I have, uh, the Breaking Bad news is more that... So I went, we went through this process. Um, mm -hmm. I, at the beginning of August, my assistant found a better job. Yeah. And so he, he left, which was, which was very sad. So we posted a, a job listing. We got a bunch of applicants and we interviewed them. And this week we made an offer to the final candidate and he's yeah. accepted and he has a start date, which means I no longer have to cover every single fucking hour that the theater is open, Yeah. which is, which sucks. Uh, but then, so I was like, I was like, yes, we got a candidate. This is great. And then I realized I have to call all these people and tell them, like, yeah, you didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> and man, it is just the worst. It's just like, oh, hey, hey, uh, Tony, um, how are you doing, man? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So I just wanted to call you. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, you, you were great. You did a great episode. I, you know, you had, you brought that issue about pasta face. It's, oh, shit. It's, did it's, you just it's freeze? a really good issue. Did I oh, freeze? Oh, shit. Tab. Oh, are you back? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. That was weird. That must've been on your side. Cause 
Oh, it didn't fuck. seem to stutter for me at all. I see at the bottom right, it's like something's updating. God damn it. Fucking stupid computers. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. uh, that freaked me out for a second. But was- yeah. <laughs> So I'm on the phone with these people, like trying to soften the blow and be like, yeah, you were a really great candidate, really great interview. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucking soul sucking. Like yeah. as the high of the high of like, we, we got a great, you know, we got a great candidate. We have, I'm, I'm looking forward to not working all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of that was just com- that, like the high of that happening was just completely obliterated by yeah. the, this, the follow-up of having to, Tell all these people that they didn't get it. And I, I don't know. I, I'm probably caring about it more than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure I'm sure they're disappointed they didn't get the opportunity. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm internal. I'm probably internalizing it too much. Mm-hmm. I I was tell, talking to a friend of mine and she was like, oh, you should have my boss do it because she loves telling people that they <laughs> suck. And she then she tells me the story. They they interviewed someone and she calls the person and she's just like, uh, yeah, you didn't get the job because your resume sucks and you didn't dress nice <laughs> enough in your interview. And I was just like, what the fuck? Um, what you call it? Have you ever had to fire anyone before? I haven't done that yet, but yes, I have. How's that? Um, firing was actually a lot easier. Okay, I mean, like, all right, maybe not firing, but like letting someone go for like like it wasn't their fault have you ever had to oh, do oh for like a layoff i haven't had to do that oh, okay um, yeah i did have to fire someone when i worked when i was running the union for being uh yeah. worthless yeah. as far as time management skills and i was so pissed off that that like insulated me from feeling anything for the guy he started crying <laughs> and i was just like you're fucking ha- you were half an hour late three times this week to three separate events <laughs> Yeah. One of one of the things he was late for, he was he was 45 minutes late to a, yeah. to a call. He's texting me before the call like I I'm 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 sorry I'm running late boss. I can't find my my wallet. Like this is an emergency we're tearing the house apart. And then I find out he was dropped off by his girlfriend. <laughs> Why the fuck did you need your wallet? You're not driving. <sighs> Maybe you had Maybe he had to fight with the girlfriend like she didn't want to do it. He's like, "Babe, please." <laughs> I so and, and there were there were, there was always a story. That was the yeah. that was the problem. Is that there was always a, there was always some reason why he was half an hour late. And it's just like I, what you don't understand is when people are half an hour late to calls, the mm-hmm. the presenter that's hired us is like, why don't I have five guys? Why don't I have fifty guys? Why don't? So I'm getting my ass chewed out because you can't fucking figure out your time management. And yeah. really, at the end of the day, I'm more concerned about myself than I am about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of getting yelled at. And if I can skip you and put someone there who will be there on time, my life will get immeasurably easier. Yeah. Uh, I, oh man, that guy, that guy <laughs> was so annoying. But yeah, like telling people they didn't get the job because they were all nice. They they were all like qualified. Yeah. Um, like this guy just had a little bit more qualifications. And you yeah. just gotta, yeah. I gotta imagine, I gotta imagine the worst one though is like when doctors bring you in and they're like, Yeah, uh, so uh, Mr. Heck the movies, um, oh no, unfortunately, you have cancer. Oh uh, shit. It's in the butt and it's spread everywhere. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> or or the one where they come out there, like you're you have your family in the waiting room during the surgery, like, uh, sorry, Miss Hack the movies. Um <laughs> Your husband died on the table. <laughs> oh God, uh, that would be a rough one. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, 
You ever see that movie Up in the Air? With George Clooney? Yeah, where they like the, the, company, the company's like, <laughs> the company's like, will hire, they will outsource bringing someone in to fire people because they don't want to do it themselves. Oh, like, like the guy's in office space. Yeah, that's kind of what, that's what Up in the Air is. It's like he's a guy who like literally goes in there and fires people on the company's behalf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I got laid off due to the scandemic, um, the CEO, <laughs> disavow. I disavow. I, uh, the I don't CEO know what you're referring to. <laughs> called me and he's like, yeah, you're the, the most talented technician I've ever worked mm-hmm. with. You know, you're blah, blah. And just like sucked my dick for five minutes yeah. straight. And then it's like, but uh, yeah, we're not bringing you back. Like, like you're, mm-hmm. you're getting laid off. And I was like, that, that's fine. Um, yeah. And then all of that talk and and they they never contact me and bring me back. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck you. It felt so great when I started running the union and I had to like be in meetings with that guy. Because yeah. he absolutely could not look me in the eyes. <laughs> I would just be like wandering around the building in my new yeah. capacity and like the elevator would open up and he'd be there in the in the elevator. Yeah. I'd just look him straight in the fucking face and be like, Hey Mark, how are you today? <laughs> and he would just be like, Oh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, what are you doing here? It's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you into the earth. Oh, man. Yeah, bad news uh, sucks. Um, uh, I, with the one exception, I'm always the one who has to break up and end a relationship. And that fucking sucks. That's like the worst thing. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, hey, we got to talk. I, I hate doing it. I hate doing it. I want to just get dumped one day because it'd be so much easier. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna be like going into a coffee shop. Like, hey, Tony, we have to talk, and you just be like, "Ah, oh, finally, God, <laughs> finally." <laughs> There's been a few relationships where I'm like, "I think I think they're gonna end it soon, right?" They can't, but and then like if they don't end it. I'm like, "God damn it, I have to do it." Fuck. Um, you're yeah, but, uh, standoff. But uh, you know, we know a guy who breaks bad news for a living, uh, and he loves doing. <laughs> Uh, no, like I said, some I was I was texting with a friend and and talking about like the the this candidate whole candidate process and mm-hmm. how much I hate like doing this part. And yeah. she tell, she I I know about her boss as her boss is like just a huge bitch. Yeah, and uh the the way she just the boss even says like oh I love telling people that they didn't get a job or they're fired. Like mm-hmm. I think that some people must be wired to like not have empathy. Yeah, or or maybe they can just turn it off temporarily and just be like. Yeah, because I, you know, I've, I've not, well, actually, no, I can't, I haven't not gotten jobs. I've gotten every <laughs> job I've ever applied for. So, like, I've never, I've never had to get that call where they're just like, yeah, we, we kind of went with somebody, we're going another direction. I mean, I've been fired. Um, yeah. And I have too, but, yeah. But I, so actually, the last, the, the time I got fired, Trucking and Tucking, I worked for this party supply store in Tulsa. Yeah. I got fired from a party supply store. (laughs) Yeah, it was a, it was like a mom and pop little store. Um, It was just packed full of stuff, way too much stuff. And had this warehouse that was just like the guy that owned it was a hoarder. He just had this warehouse full of junk. And so we tried to reorganize the warehouse a little bit so that it was a little easier to find things Mm -hmm. so that we weren't reordering things we already had. And, um, they didn't really care for that because they'd always done it this way for like 50 years and we were doing it this new way yeah. to, and so, 
So I get called in the office one day and they're just like, they have a check and they have a box of my stuff because they also ran a haunted house. They like went to the haunted house and got all my stuff that was there. They had that stuff in a box and just like, yeah, here's your check. We're going in a different direction. Like what direction into the fucking ground. (laughs) But it was a relief because the job really started sucking. Yeah. So like uh, trucking and tucking didn't know that I I had been fired. Like he, I got called in first and then he yeah. got called in. And so he left or maybe he got called in first. And then I got called in. He left. And I was like, all right, well, I don't, I, I was riding a bike to work and I'm like, well, I don't have a way to get this box of stuff home. Mm-hmm. So I had to call my mom and be like, Hey, can you come uh, pick up this box of stuff so that I can like ride home? And uh, she's like, well, what is this? And I go, oh, I, I got fired. And so then I, I called trucking and tucking and, and he was, he was like, yeah, I didn't say anything to you. Cause I didn't know what was going on, but did you get fired? Like, yeah, we got fired. And so then we got together and had a party. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we got fired. Yeah. So great. Cause Oh God, it was just, it was a soul sucking job. Yeah. <laughs> Working. We worked, we worked with this lady who probably doesn't have that empathy to, to not be able to tell people bad news that mm. just like she, she was not good with customers. She took money out of the register and was like, you want to stick with that lady versus like yeah. two guys who, who work as hard as they can all the time. When I got but- fired from party city, I was probably like justfully fired. Cause it was my senior year. I didn't feel like working. I wanted to like hang out with like friends and whatnot. Uh, but they waited like, like there was one weekend where I got like the flu or something. And my fever was like insane. And I was just like out of it. Uh, and I had to like wake up. Uh, my mom's like sitting there and I'm, I feel like shit. Like I can't remember anything that happened the previous like 24 hours. And she looks at me and she goes, well, I've got some bad news. And I'm like, Oh no, am I dying? What's going on? And she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I called your work. Uh, you got fired. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, well, I wasn't ready for that. I'm like, that's better than what I thought was going to happen. But I guess that's still kind of sucks. Uh, yeah it's like you guys they clearly wanted to fire me for a while it's like you guys should have did it like last week i wouldn't have been as angry but like you're doing it where i think i'm on my deathbed and then you're like by the way you're fired i'm like okay oh that's another great one is when you get that bad news you're like expecting really bad news and it turns out to be kind of like unrelated bad news (laughs) you're like oh well that 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 sucks in a different way i guess like yeah like you go in there and you're like, oh yeah, Doc, what's what's wrong with me? Like, well, uh, I got some really really bad news. Uh, you have a terrible terrible genetic condition. Um, basically, uh, if you want to continue living, you're gonna have to eat a steak every day. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh, good. okay. You know, I, I I definitely do that. I thought I thought this was like dangerous. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I, I get you. I can work with that. I can work with that, Doc. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got really really bad news. Uh, you know, the, like the stock market tanks, like all your stocks. Um, oh, you know, I've gotten that for like the last year and a half. We going. we thought we thought that they were going to triple in value, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> like they completely bottomed out. I have no money, but in, actually, we only got like a fifty percent return. So you're you're only slightly ahead of where you're like. What the fuck? Why would you phrase it that way? What is the matter with? It's like the doctor in Arrested Development. The opposite oh, of that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's going to be all right. <laughs> oh, thank God. No, no. He, he can't use the left side of his body. 
Uh, I love in season four when he comes back and I think like Lucille's like, no, not you. (laughs) (laughs) In season four, season four was the Netflix season. The first Netflix season I thought was really good. Uh, Then they re-edited it because people complained. I liked the first Netflix season. Season five, that was rough. That, that That last season was rough. I, I didn't I li- I watched season four the original mm. run and yeah I, I it was fine I yeah. thought that I thought that it was really only uh, bingeable yeah. because the like the, the great part about Arrested Development was the way that the plots of every character would intertwine and they constantly yeah. fuck each other without knowing it yeah and the the long season four they'd like plant a seed to fuck someone eight episodes later and you kind of have forgotten about it. Yeah. But I tried to watch season five. Yeah. And I made it like halfway through the first episode. And I just, no, this is not happening. Well, season five, I was like, cool. They're they're Cause season four, you know, they were all big celebrities and they were separated, which is why they did it that way. Season five, they were able to get them around more. And I'm like, cool. It's like a little back to basics, but yeah, it just, it, it was rough. It was rough. I don't even know if they could do anything now. Lucille's dead. And it's a whole thing. Jeffrey Tambor's a rapist. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor is an asshole. Like there's not much they can do there. Yeah. 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 That was bad news. Arrested development sucks. Now there you go. There's there some, some bad, bad news. news. <clears throat> it's and it's, it's been canceled yet again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if you guys should all check out John breaks bad news, that is like some of the most, I love watching his streams of just calling people, letting them know that their girlfriend's cheating on them, uh, that their boss knows that they're stealing money. I had him call my sister and let her know that her dog has a punchable face. That was really funny. <laughs> the next time I have to go through a hiring process, I'm I'm calling him to tell people they didn't get the job. Yeah. Hi, hi, this is this is John from Breaks Bad News. Did you yeah. talk to Tab Bird about something? Yeah, uh, yeah, you didn't get the job. Sorry, bye. Click. <laughs> I know someone who died recently and uh, like our mutual friends and whatnot, they're like real pissed because the dead person's family is being like, like, like really mean to everyone. Like they're being real assholes. I know some Uh, U.S. marshals so you can take care of that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, (laughs) but like these friends know stuff about them. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I know a guy who will break some bad news to them if you want. Like I know a guy who'll do it for free. Oh, he does (laughs) it for free? Yeah. John does it for free. better. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best part. It's free. You just have call up anyone. Just give a bad news. My favorite thing recently, I don't know what he did to his phone number, but he has it under Domino's. So he'll <laughs> call people and it'll break bad news to them. And they're like, why is it Domino's in New York telling me this? That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now that's a that's a good issue. What did we call them on this show? Their their issues. Their issues, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's the biggest issue in the universe, I think, Tab. Uh, I do think it is the largest <laughs> issue in existence. That's that's even funnier. That's <laughs> the largest issue in existence. Well, that's uh, that's that's it for that issue. So uh, nice. this has been here's what I don't get. I'm Tab Burt, and I'm Tony from Hack the Movies, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. If you want to call in the Here's Again hotline, you can call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can uh, visit us on Discord and upload a 
uh, MP3 or Wave or whatever in the uh, voicemail upload channel. Uh, I know what you're thinking, Tony. You're like, what's going on in Mr. Ed, right? In, in Mr. Ed? Yeah, yeah. We, we we have a segment where we catch up on old episodes. Of, like, it's a, it's a weekly update about Mr. Ed. Oh, sure. Sure, okay. In season six, episode two of the classic American documentary series, Mr. Ed. Ed wants to be a swinger. For some reason, Ed thinks that means he needs to go skateboarding. He goes skateboarding on what appears to be an oversized ironing board with wheels. How do you use an ironing board? Well, this girl is going to be so wrinkly. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, you just have a guy giving you updates? Welcome to the voicemail segment. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done a voicemail segment in a minute. I checked my voicemail thing and I have like 15 of them. Like, oh God, I got to go through these. Okay. Uh, here's another one. This is player four here calling the bitch out stage. Always asking, oh, give me your address. Give me your address. Because he knows he's such a tough guy and he can hide behind the internet. He doesn't actually want to fight anybody. So here's what I'm going to do, Sage. I'm not going to give you my address, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge you to a fight at the next WAT, well, okay, I can't go to New York, so at the next Dick Show Live event or the next WATP Live that's not in New York. I bet you won't even fucking fight me, you fucking pussy. I would say give me your address, but I'm not going to show up to your house. And even if I gave you mine, you're not going to show up to my house either. You've obviously never been in a, you fucking worthless pussy. I would beat the shit out of you. And I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not that good of a fighter. Fuck you, Sage. Fight me at the next event. Fuck you. Fuck me or fight me, bro. Do you have two fans that are trying to fight each other? Is that? Oh, one? we 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 have one. So way back in like the '60s episode, <laughs> episodes in the '60s, Sage called in and left a voicemail talking about trying to visit a restaurant close to the time that they close. Okay. And now people have been shouting at him for five years and it okay. kind of came to a head as the as the show was we thought the show was going to end of of a couple of people being like we're gonna fight and yeah um and now we have a player four so it's it's really just one man versus the universe oh my Pretty god great <laughs> uh and i i didn't realize that that's what that voicemail is going to be otherwise to have this queued up That song's going to be in my head all day now. You're welcome. Hey, guys, it's Sage. So I'm really fucking glad that Deadhelm admitted that, uh, accidentally admitted that he pissed the bed until he was fucking 15. (laughs) You fucking loser. Like, you want to fucking fight me and you're still a bed pisser at fucking 15? Get the fuck out of here. What are you, like 18 now? So it's been a whole three years. You haven't fucking pissed the bed, you goddamn child. Fuck off. All right, bye. Hey, some people have urinary issues that they can't control. It's a problem. Uh, yeah, that was that was when that voicemail came in last week. I think it was <laughs> it was Buck and I, and, and he did Helms like, yeah, I haven't pissed the bed since I was like 15. And Buck and I were both like, what? <laughs> we didn't say anything on the show, but our ears really perked up at that. Like was he drunk or something? Or I no, I don't think so. I think I think he was just being a little TMI. 
I don't think I've ever pissed the bed uh, other than the age where it's appropriate to. I don't think I ever have. Uh, like even being drunk, I've never like never gotten pissed. like, yeah. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good about knowing that I have to pee and pee. Yeah, before. my my co-host likes to bring up this story where she's like, "You pissed your pants." I'm like, no, I didn't piss my pants when I was drunk. I went to the bathroom and I unzipped my pants, but I forgot to pull my penis all the way out because I was super drunk, and then I peed onto the inside of my my uh, zipper flap. I don't think that's pissing my pants, right? Because there was an attempt to do it the right way, right? No, that's pissing your pants. Son of a bitch. Okay. There, if there's piss in your pants, you pissed your pants. Unless someone else pissed your pants. But I feel like pissing your pants is like you don't realize you're doing it. Like, like, like I went to the bathroom. I unzippered the pants. I just I forgot to pull the dick all the way out. So the pee didn't go where I wanted it to go. Yeah, that's it doesn't go where you want it to go when you piss your pants. Well, you just, just broke. Like if I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, uh, I, that's the exact same thing. Okay, well, I thought she was just being mean, but you just broke some bad news to me that I have yeah. pissed my pants, and now I feel yeah. insecure. Thanks a lot. Thanks You're a welcome. lot, Tab. <laughs> uh, we have one last voicemail here. So, you're doing a project, and there's a lot of pieces to it, and it's tedious, and you know you sort through it, but you're working, and you've got workflow going. And you get over halfway done, and then somebody wanders in, and she, it's always a she for some reason, starts picking up pieces of it and moving it around and packing up everything. And you tell them, hey, stop that. Stop, stop making my shit. Stop moving things around. And invariably, I'm only trying to help. No, you're a fucking hindrance. It's not necessary to this project. You're fucking the group, though. Get the fuck away. Yeah, I I hate that. It Was that the Mr. Ed guy? It is. That's Andy. So, so, so he's watching Mr. Ed. And he's like yelling at like women that are touching his thing. You never, you never what had a that. life. No, I've had that experience. It's just I'm, I'm picturing like him with like uh, working on something. There's stuff everywhere, and he's like laughing at a horse and then yelling at a woman at the same time. My, <laughs> my, my stepmom used to do this thing where like her idea, you know. So I would, I would go over to their house, you know, stay the weekend or stay the night or whatever. And I, I wore this hat. It's the hat that I wore on the show uh, mm. for many years, and. What I would do when I got there is I take the hat off, I put it on the kitchen counter, and I would put all the stuff in from my pockets in my hat. So you know where it is. Yeah, I've done but that. You no, know where all the stuff is. It's all and it's in it's in this nice container that's just right there. And then when I would leave, I'd put all the stuff back in my pockets and put on my hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, very simple. And inevitably, I would walk into the kitchen the next morning, and my hat would be fucking gone. <sighs> And it'd just be like tucked somewhere. Stuff had to be like condensed together and then tucked somewhere. And it drove me fucking crazy. Uh, but there was nothing I could really do about that. And then I and then I started dating this girl. And that was her same idea of cleaning. Her idea of cleaning was to take all of my stuff that like I had on the coffee table or in, <laughs> on the kitchen or on my desk and just stack it all together into a little pile and then put it somewhere. And finally, one day I fucking unloaded. And I, was, I just said like, you need to stop doing that. Stop touching my things. If you want my things moved, mm. tell me you want them moved. You say, oh, you have too much stuff on the coffee table. I'll come clean up the off the coffee table. But yeah. stop fucking stacking my things I'm putting in places. Because if when you put them somewhere, I don't know where it is. I know where all of my things are in this house. 
regardless of if it looks messy or not, I know exactly yeah. where the stuff is. But when you fucking interrupt the flow, I am lost. Yeah. My 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 dad was the king of that, of just like moving things and like putting things away for me, but not letting me know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I once like called my old credit union and like screamed at them for not like sending me something that was really, really important. And I was just like, can you believe it? They're acting like they sent it to me and they never did. And my dad was like, Oh yeah, that came like weeks ago. I put it in here for you. I'm like, I'm like, I just yelled at like 15 people (laughs) at the top of my lungs. You couldn't tell me that he's like, I forgot to tell you. I'm like, don't just, Leave it there for me. I will touch it. Don't touch my shit. Yeah. Does it have it literally has your name on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy. Anyway. Ugh. Well, that's our voicemails. Um, next week, Tim the Handlebreaker will be back, and then we'll be into a rotation of uh co-hosts. You'll be seeing Tony and Buck and Chaco yep. and Tim on a semi-monthly basis. Nice. So uh anyway. That's it. See you guys. Bye.